What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly, and today is a takeaways episode. And if you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today we're discussing my conversation with Sam Founder. Now, if you haven't listened to this podcast episode yet, no stress. These are designed to give you some key points from the conversation I had in a shorter time frame. It's not necessarily going to be the 40 minutes that that episode is. You're going to get in probably 15 or so minutes here. If you do want to listen to the full conversation I had with Sam first, be my guest. You can pause this one and go back and listen to it. But by no means do you have to listen to the interview before listening to the takeaways episode. And the first thing, guys, that I want to talk about today, guys and girls, let me clarify, um, is that we hit 50 episodes, 50 interviews. It's weird. So like with my brain, like I consider an interview an episode and I don't really consider the takeaways episodes like an actual episode, which is weird. I always put them as a bonus episode. Um, So technically, I've already posted almost 100 uploads on the podcast, but the Sam found interview was my 50th podcast interview, which is great. Like I've a little over a year ago now, I started the podcast. I actually recorded the Sam Founder one in less than a year. So in less than a year, actually wait, no, about a year, about a year from starting the podcast, I recorded 50 interviews. I met 50 people. I was super cool. Um, and I just want to, I just want to take this time right now to quickly say thank you to everybody that's listened over the duration of 50 episodes, whether it's been from the first episode you've been listening or this episode, episode 50 is your first episode of my social life that you've listened to. I really appreciate it. Nonetheless, I'm going to do a deeper dive into kind of reflecting on the 50 podcast episodes on Monday. It's not going to be a regular episode of the podcast. It's going to be a sit down conversation slash interview with my good friend Hayden Cashin, who if you've been following the podcast for a long time will recognize him as he was the first ever guest of the podcast and he's also who accompanied me on the trip to New York. We went together and we recorded 10 episodes in six days for the podcast. So he's been around from the beginning and he's going to be coming back on the show and he's going to interview me and we're going to kind of sit down and talk about where the podcast has gone from in my old, old condo with Hayden for episode one to my new apartment to New York City to back to my apartment over the last 50 interviews so I'm really excited for that one I actually haven't recorded that one yet so I'm going to be recording that in the next couple of weeks and that'll be out on Monday for you and when I say a couple of weeks I mean because the time of recording this podcast it's a little bit in advance from when you're listening to it so on the Hayden episode or the, the 50 episode reflection will be coming out on Monday. So uh, I haven't decided if there's going to be a takeaways episode or what the midweek content for that is going to look like yet, but definitely on Monday, instead of an interview with a podcast guest, the tables are going to be turned and I'm kind of going to be the guest on my own show. So I'm pretty excited to see how that one comes together and for you to hear it and just kind of reflect on 50 episodes because that's really cool for me. I can't believe we made it this far and we're only getting started. But over to Sam Founda. Now, Sam was really cool. Like he just reached out to, or he liked a couple posts on my Instagram and then I ended up checking out his account. That was cool. Messaged him. He got back to me right away and we set this up. So this is just a pretty cool one for me to, to do. I am, um, this is, I guess that's the 50th episode. It's the first intercontinental podcast episode. I've done a bunch in the USA. I've done a bunch in Canada, but I've never done one outside of North America and Sam lives in Australia. So trying to schedule this one was kind of interesting because he's 14 hours ahead of me. So I believe we recorded the episode at 8 p.m. my time on a Wednesday and then at 10 a.m. on a Thursday for Sam. So it's kind of cool. But the first point that I wanted to talk about was storytelling. This is something that's kind of just been I've heard it brought up quite a lot lately, uh, how important storytelling is. 
this is kind of what I try to do with the podcast. Uh, not my personal story, although it is something I do try to incorporate from time to time. Uh, but I try to tell the story of the guests because that was something that, like when I first started the podcast, when that first episode with Hayden, I'm not trying to make this too reflective on the 50th. Like I said, I'm going to try and save most of it for Monday. But uh, when I recorded that first one, a big takeaway that Hayden and I both have, because Hayden's a good friend of mine, he was just kind of looking at how the content was performing is a big part of what people were finding interesting was the storytelling aspects, like the tips and the tricks and all the different things when it came to social media were, were interesting and those help people as well. But a lot of people were approaching Hayden, not about why LinkedIn is such a big opportunity and why Hayden thinks so, but about, oh, wow, I didn't even know you were a rapper before you were in digital marketing or well, I had no idea you were that good at soccer and you represented Canada. Like what? Like I didn't know that. And so it was just kind of a takeaway that storytelling was an important part of that. People resonate with stories. They don't just resonate with like, I actually tweeted this the other day. Um, and I, something along the lines of brand businesses on social media should not be pandering to engagement. They should be focused on telling their story because customers are going to fall in love with your story and they're not going to fall in love with your brand because you've got a lot of likes on Instagram. And like you hear that you go, well, obviously, but so many people don't their actions don't map to that. They their ma- their actions map to trying to get more and more engagement. And now in social media today, it's not necessarily about having the biggest number. That's still great, and if you could do that, all the power to you. But brands are starting to shift their focus to more micro influencers who have better connection with their audience. And the way that you're going to build that connection is by telling a very good story. Telling a story that your audience is going to resonate with. They're going to connect with you. They're going to feel like they know you because they know your story so well. And through that, they're going to trust you. They're going to build that bond. And you're just going to become a great person for brands to collaborate with. So, Or a great brand, that company, or that people are going to want to buy from. So as whether you're an influencer and an individual or you're a company, you need to focus on telling your unique story. And the other thing that you need to do is figure out how to provide Value. That's another thing that Sam talked about was providing value. And in the case of the podcast, what I asked him was about like how, what's a good way? Cause he had a post about turning your followers into customers. And he said, basically you have to do what Gary Vee says and it's provide value, provide value, provide value, provide value, and then ask. And that's basically Gary Vee's jab, 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 right hook. If you're not familiar, that's what it is. Provide value for your customers and then ask, don't take. You just have to ask without the expectation that they're going to buy. Cause maybe they won't. But you have to be worried about providing value. You have to tell your story and you have to provide value. And value comes in a lot of different, different forms. Value can come in the form of information. You're teaching them something. It can come in the form of making them laugh. It can even come in the form of just kind of being entertaining. Maybe it's not funny. Maybe it's drama and you're like, it's an escapism. It's another form of entertainment. So it's just, as not, not another form of entertainment, sorry, another form of value. So you have to find a way to provide value. And it comes in all different looks and feels and shapes and sizes, but providing value and telling a story is key on social media in 2019. But most importantly, you have to tell a story that's going to resonate with your audience and if you're not 100% sure, like, how do I do this? Like, like yeah, this is great, Jacob, but I'm not 100% sure, like, what I should be doing. Like, I kind of know what I want to do, but I don't really know. And the advice that Sam gave for this one is you need to go to the people that are in the niche that you want to. Is it niche or niche? Like, I hear people pronounce it both ways. Maybe niche is a Canadian thing. 
I don't know, this is just a side tangent, but you have to go to the people that, the people that do what you want to do, people that are doing it well, and you have to kind of replicate what they're doing, and I'm not telling you to copy them. Whatever you do, do not copy them. You have to look at what they're doing, see what they're doing well, what they're not doing well, what is applicable to you. That is the most important part of all of this, is you can't just straight up copy what they're doing. Now you need to observe, go to their profile, go through it, see what they're doing, why they're doing it, try and figure it out. It's a big thing. Again, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know I'm a fan of Gary Vee, and what he says is when it comes to tactical tips, he's not really gonna tell you the tactical tips, he's gonna tell you a lot of like the up and the high, the cloud stuff, but if you really wanna get down in the dirt and like his strategy and stuff, he'll tell you from time to time, but if you watch what he's doing on social media, you'll really get an understand of what he and his team think is working at that time. So at the time of recording this one, if you look, I don't think he's posted a regular video to Instagram in a while. It's been all IGTV videos. So what's that telling me? IGTV is working. It's getting more reach. It's getting more engagement. So I should probably be doing IGTV as well, which is something I have said to myself many times and have yet to start doing. But at the end of the day, like, you just go to those people and just figure out what they're doing and why they're doing it and how it's going to apply to you and your business or your social media and then start actually implementing it and seeing how that goes. And another big thing that I'm noticing if you're wanting to grow your social media. One, you tell a good story, you provide value, you figure out what's working for people that have a big following, they have what you want, and you've reverse engineered it, figured out how it's gonna work for you to help grow your channels. Another thing that you should be doing is putting the social back into social media. That's a tweet I made at the date of recording this, I made it the same day. And I said, you need to put the social back in social media because there's so much push, 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 push of your content and not enough like engaging with other people and like the one way that Sam said that you really should be doing is you should be engaging with people through Instagram DM he said bring value through Instagram DM and that's huge I feel like Instagram DM is just such such an easy opportunity right now that people are just not taking advantage of at all I tweeted this again and I'm really this is a lot about my Twitter I've really been trying to go hard on Twitter over the last couple days but I tweeted that Instagram DM is such a huge opportunity right now, you're not sending enough of them. You literally have the ability to access anybody in the world and you're not. And that's in terms of like reaching maybe a celebrity or someone like that's what I do when it comes to my podcast, I can reach anybody, but you could reach literally anybody. So I'm not just talking about celebrities in this context, I'm talking about the fans of the people that you're fans of. So that's what I do. I think I've said this before. I will go to Gary Vee's Instagram. I will go through his comments. I will find people's Instagram accounts. I will like a couple photos. I will send them a direct message and I will call out something specific on their Instagram. I'd be like, hey, I really like the way you did this shot. Hey man, like a recent example, I saw this guy had this cool audio branding before all his clips would play, his logo would pop up. It'd be like a click and then his video would start. I'd be like, how did you create that audio branding? Like what did you do to do that? And so I will call it specific things so they know I'm not a bot and I'll have a genuine conversation. I bring value to the Instagram DMs because that's such an open area for people with small Instagram followings. If you don't have a big Instagram following, your DMs are not popping. So when you get a random request that's legit to your inbox, you're probably gonna be a little bit intrigued and you're gonna reply. And you know what, even if those people don't, like they don't follow me, that's fine. We just had a nice, genuine conversation. Probably turn their day around a little bit, which makes you feel pretty good. It's almost a selfish thing to do to send these DMs, and a lot of people don't do it, and you want to know why. 
It's not because it doesn't work, because I've noticed it does work. And my following is going up a little bit now because I'm engaging with people. I'm putting the social back in social media, but a lot of people won't do this because it takes time. It takes a lot of time. I don't do it enough. I barely do it. I need to be doing so much more, but I'm still doing it more than the average person because they don't want to take the time to send the messages, which is just absolutely crazy. It works. I'm telling you, you should do it for yourself. And this also includes comments. Comments are a big one. Uh, it's something like these are all things I've been like trying to really get myself to do more of is bringing that value through the DM, but also doing comments just through engagement. Like Sam said through the DMs, but this is really overall engagement. So through DMs, replying to people's comments on your own photos, which is an easy one, going out and commenting on people's photos. Every time I open Instagram now, I try to make sure I leave at least one comment, at least one comment every time I open the app. I'm not, I don't even do that, but I really should get to that point. And another really easy one, another good tip, like this is for engaging with people that you already follow because that's a huge one. Foster those relationships. I'm telling you, bring value to the people that are already there. You can't forget about the people that follow you. We constantly get obsessed with trying to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. But like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you need to storytell to build that connection, but you also need to engage to build the connection because you can't forget about the people that are already following you. So another reason when you're going through your Instagram stories, reply to three of them, three a day. That's it. Find three stories that catch your eye and reply to the person that does that. That's another thing I'm trying to do is really reply often to Instagram stories. But you need to be bringing value through the Instagram direct message because right now that's that's a great way to grow. You need to be putting the social back into social media. And the final thing about Instagram that I just kind of want to briefly touch on here before we wrapped up was Sam has an interesting opinion when it comes to Instagram removing likes from different platforms. At the time of recording this, they've already done it in Canada and it looks like they're going to continue to do it because they're removing it in Australia and a couple other countries. They haven't removed it in the USA yet. I'm assuming it's going to be one of the final ones to lose likes on Instagram. But Sam's take on this is that they're not really doing it for mental health reason. Yes, that's a like that's a benefit of doing it, but the real reason they're doing it is because they're going to be lowering engagement on Instagram not engagement, right? They're going to be lowering your reach, which is going to lower your engagement, which if you want to get those numbers that you used to get, you used to pump, you're going to have to pump money into your Instagram content now, which is going to make more money for Facebook and Instagram and Facebook as a, as a whole. And I hadn't heard anybody talk about it in that sense before, but he's probably right. I don't want him to be right. I want Instagram to be doing it for the right reason. And you know what? That could be a reason as to why they're doing it. It's not the sole reason though. I do think that Sam, there's some validity to what Sam was saying there. Um, But like I said, I think it's good for mental health. And I think Instagram even doing this, you know what? They could, I I still think that. So I don't think it's, it is a big reason I think Sam's right is I'm trying to tread lightly with this. I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but I feel like Sam is right. And that Instagram is going to use removing likes as a way to lower engagement where you can't tell that it's happening to everyone else so you think it's only happening to you so that you put money into your content which is really interesting and but mental health i think is is going it's going to be a positive effect on our mental health as a society i think not being able to judge ourselves based off of instagram how many likes someone else gets and i hope it's going to come back down to the creative now and like how good the content you're putting out there is and it's not necessarily going to be because i feel like there's there's a mindset like when you see someone with a lot of likes you just like it as well because everyone else is but now you don't know so it's gonna be up to you and it's gonna come down to the content how good is the content to warrant that like because you know what i've noticed my engagement has gone down quite a bit i'll have a couple posts to do as well as i used to but for the most part 
I'm not getting as many likes. I'm noticing it declining in multiple different, uh, multiple different accounts. So there's probably some validity to that statement, but I do think I will say that mental health is definitely, it's not a negative. I definitely think it's still good for mental health. So even though if that's not Instagram's number one MO, I still think that it's a positive change and it's good for our mental health. So I definitely, I'm going to have to agree with Sam a little bit on that one, but I do think that mental health is going to, is going to kind of be like a benefit of that decision by Instagram. And with that in mind, with likes going down and engagement going down, with reach going down and therefore your engagement, your likes and everything going down, definitely focus on diversifying your platforms. I've said that before. I'm going to say it again. TikTok is emerging. It's catching my attention and I just need to figure out what content I should be putting on that platform. But nonetheless, guys and girls, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I feel like I'm getting a little bit ranty, so I'm going to kind of cut it off here. I want to thank you so much for listening to this takeaways episode or any of the podcasts of the last 50 interviews. And remember, I think it was like 40 takeaways episodes now. I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. Uh, if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the 50 episodes I've done in the past, please consider leaving a rating and a review. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more it helps people find the podcast and it really helps to grow the community that we're developing here. And if you're one of the people that have recently found the podcast, welcome. I'm very excited to have you here. Make sure you subscribe. Stay tuned for future episodes. We've got some big ones coming in the next few weeks that I'm very excited to give to you. And to everybody listening, if you could screenshot this, post it to your Instagram story, tag at my social life podcast. You can also tag myself at the Jacob Kelly. I'll share it on to the accounts and I'll also send you a message, but you can send me a message regardless if you share this podcast or not. My DMs are always open. As I said, my Instagram and Twitter is at the Jacob Kelly. So feel free to send me a message. Come and say hello. And I just want to thank you once again for listening to this episode of the podcast. We'll talk soon.